Gotham, a crazy podcast about DC, with your host E-Rock and PD, when we speak up, get your geeks up, cause you know you about to get geeked up, so sit back, relax, and get comfy, lose your mind like Solomon Grundy, and listen to a show that won't be forgotten, coming straight out of Gotham. Draftland, welcome to another episode of Straight Out of Gotham. This is episode 40. We are a fandom pop culture podcast and a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by BatmanOnFilm.com. Head on over to BatmanPodcastNetwork.com to check out all the amazing shows uh, that are affiliated with the network. I am Peter M. Vera. I am a senior contributor to BatmanOnFilm.com, and we are recording on April 30th, 2021, and as always, we have a great show for you today. Um, I just want to remind all of you, the faithful listeners, that if you take the time to rate and review our show on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, and we read your review on air, we will send you a special prize pack. Now, let me introduce my partner in crime, the Aquaman of Bayberry Dunes. A fellow Batman on film contributor, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Eric Aquaman Holzman. Pew, 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 pew. What's going on, man? How are you? Good. How are you? I am. I'm doing swimmingly. Swimmingly. Ha ha ha. I see what you did there. So, yes, I've I've talked about my uh, Aquaman-ness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Before yes, on the show. Yes, you so, have. Uh, it's, yes, I am. Uh, everyone loves it. Yeah, it's just it was you know, I do. I like to swim. I like to go in water. I like what to say. Would you say you're very Momoa? No, look at my look at me. I don't have the long hair. I, I, have, I don't know. I'm, I'm the, asking you. Like, I'm much. You know, I'm the much more you traditional. Sit? You know, the traditional Arthur Curry with the blonde okay, hair. You're blonde. Yeah, you know. That's, okay. That's my more. That's how I am. That's how I look. And when I was younger, I actually had closer to the body that. <laughs> That he had now, I'm You're very such much, a jock. I'm very much the middle aged, fatter Arthur Curry now. Uh, <laughs> but I still love to go swimming. I still love to go to the pool, the ocean. It doesn't matter. It's something I love to do. So, and it's getting we're getting to that season. It's you know it's getting warmer now, especially here in the Northeast. You can hang out with all your fish friends. Getting to, yes, it's the current. I don't talk to them. It's the current. Remember. <laughs> Yes, I do remember. I do remember. <laughs> I do remember that line in that movie. Oh, really quick. I mean, this wasn't our rundown, and we're going to talk about other things anyway. But what did you think of the 4K trailer that they released for the theatrical cut of Justice League? What did you think? What was that? Did you have like some kind I of didn't. connection to it? Did no, you like, feel it? Okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is the same trailer that I've seen before. No. So that's exactly what I said. I was like, oh, there's a new trailer. I'm looking at it, I'm like, we've seen this before. Like, yeah, what's the big deal? Good. All right, whatever. Oh. Um, I'm sure Ryan Hoss will buy the 4K of Justice League. So <laughs> I'm not going to. I don't. Chris Evans probably too. Yes. I own it digitally, but I'm like, I'm good. I just have it regular, I guess, HD. Oh, yeah. Before we continue, I want to again thank uh, Chris Evans, JJ Hodges. Uh, Josh Lagern, Nico Caruso, and Nick Zedek for joining me on SOG tonight on Wednesday night. That um, was their tryouts to be Eric's new co-host, <laughs> by the way. It was uh no. I was just Pete was working and I wanted to do something for National Superhero Day, so Working and twerking. Yeah, they were uh, they were very, very gracious enough to come on and talk about it. So what'd you talk about? You watched it, you were in the room, I saw you. I was you were commenting to, to promote it, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we talked about National Superhero Day. Um, mm. I asked a series of questions, you know, simple like, "What do you think makes a superhero?" and "Who's your favorite superhero?" Not bat, not including Batman, because I think almost everyone has Batman as one or two, at least in our friend group. Mm. So, mm. and just things like that. And then <clears throat> we touched on, um, you know, our own personal superheroes in life. Who, you know, your parents or maybe a teacher mm. or someone like that. We touched on that. You got so. real deep on this one here. Yeah, that that part. I just, we saved, I saved that to the end. And that part was pretty, uh, that was kind of the more touching moments. Although it was funny that Chris said he doesn't have 
he does not have a personal superhero. <laughs> like there's no one in his life that he would put on that pedestal as a superhero. And I thought that was That's interesting. Funny. Well, Chris Evans is an interesting man. So. Yes. Yes. But uh, he throws me for a loop almost daily. I know, like not liking Joker. Like, what is that? But whatever. Yeah. I mean, he, I think he just recently watched like Superman 78. And I'm like, how did you? I know. How did you get this far? <laughs> like, it's he, 78. Like, I was like, really? And he doesn't think Tex-Mex is a Texas food. I'm like, dude, it's I did not know that. Wow. Yeah, we had this discussion. Is he Chris, from Texas? He, he, he Texas? lives there. I don't know if he's from there, but he lives there now. Uh, so, Chris, we're having fun at your expense. We love you, man. We just, you know. I, you. I find him fascinating. Thank you again for coming on um, or for taking part on Wednesday night. And everyone, again, I had a really good time. If you guys want to check that out, go over to our YouTube page or our Facebook, um, our Facebook page. You can look for it there. It'll be listed in the live the live um, streams that we have listed there. So you can check it out over there. So Pete, uh, you've been busy with work. So how's that been? How do you feel? How do you? Uh, it's, it's been nice. Yeah. <laughs> Is it nice going back into Manhattan and are things um, picking up again? And Yeah, it's definitely nice to be back in the city. Things kind of feel more um, normal than they were uh, in the, like, the previous year. But uh yeah, no, it's just it's nice to be in Manhattan. It's 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 kind of alive that like you can see the remnants of what was there, and you know it's not back, but it's it, it people are coming out, and it looks like it's going to be a good time, and it looks like bright days are just around the corner. Yeah, apparently July, the mayor wants to fully open July first. So yeah, so we, that'd be we'll good. See. Yeah, we will see what happens, but all of that again um, is just awesome. I, we all went through this terrible year last year and just really cool for everyone to be able to people getting vaccinated and things are lo- loosening up. I'm vaxxed and relaxed, baby. Yeah, me too. Both of us. So, so we're just waiting yeah, for everybody else to catch up. Yep. It should be a, it should be a summer of returning to normalcy and then summer loving, having a blast. <laughs> right. He's like, Oh no, Peter can sing. I did not have an American uh, Idol audition though, so you, yeah, you didn't sound too bad. I, you know, oh, you know, I got like two words in. That's were great. you in? Were you? Did you like do plays and stuff? Were you in school? Were you? No, I did not. Did not no, no, you weren't into the drama. No, no, was not because you like drama now. <laughs> I like movies. Yes, uh, you like some other kinds of drama too, but we're not going to get into that. We'll just. Ah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty relaxed, but. Okay. Shit happens. Yeah, you know. There we go. Now we have to change it to an explicit show. I'm kidding. Totally kidding. Why? Jesus. <laughs> that's not even the worst word. I mean, you could say that on radio and not get in trouble. So. Well, I've dropped f bombs on our show already. So. Well, yeah, you got way more of the dirty mouth it's here. It's not a big deal. Yes. It's we're, tang- we're tangenting early today. Um. Because we have an HBO Max audience. Yes. <laughs> But we have some exciting topics to run down with you guys this week, like we always have. And um, I am going to start with one that I didn't even know about. It's it's kind of a cute little thing. Um, so we all know Ghostbusters is coming out. Afterlife is coming out soon. And if you know Hallmark, they have their yearly ornaments where they release a certain ornament every year. And they're going to be releasing a mini Stay Puft Marshmallow Man ornament. Um, I saw this in the rundown and I was like, you know what? Let's lead with that. Cause that's actually something fun. Um, so Pete, you obviously, I think you've, sh- you have, you have like Hallmark Batman, the Batman ornaments. Some right? of them. Yeah. I've got a few. Um, so you'll be adding this one to your collection. Oh yeah. Like these are just, they're really cool. And I mean, I was sold when they put that little clip out of Paul Rudd. So it's like, this is, I was like, man, like I have one of the bat boat and it's really cool. And uh, some of them are really, really nice. And uh, I, I like Christmas ornaments and stuff. So I was all about this and stay puff kind of looks Christmassy, right? Like, you know, maybe like corner your eye. He's a snowman, you know? So it's like, <laughs> it can work. <laughs> yes. That's a good point. Not the big bean one that we got in the original Ghostbusters film, but <laughs> well, even, original... him, even him as an ornament, he's like, Oh, it's frosty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, this was actually pretty cool. And I saw that uh, when you put it in, I was like, "Oh crap!" That's I will yeah. definitely be getting this one. This is I think it was like thirty one. bucks though, so it's pretty so. pricey. So maybe you get like a couple of them, maybe you know, like kind of gremlin style. Well, they all are usually 
um like pricey but i also saw on that list as myself and a friend of ours garrett grev are big he-man fans they're having a castle grayskull as well um oh yeah is that what that was oh look at that that's that looked pretty big man that's a big looking ornament yeah so i'm looking forward to that one too i love their ornaments like they're just so cool oh they're top notch i love all the I, i even get the cheap ones from target every year like every year um, I got a Wonder Woman. I got a Golden Armor for Christmas this year because oh, I mean, you know, came. Up. So I was lucky enough to uh, get that. So they always do something at least with the movies. Um, maybe we can get a Harley Quinn one. That'd be cool. But uh, that would be cool. Maybe they do some suicide. Yeah. Suicide. Hopefully, by the time the Batman rolls around, we'll get some of that. But I, I love ornaments. So like, I'm, I saw this. I was like, this is so cool. I have when they started doing it and keeps the hallmarks started doing the keepsakes. I have. Star Wars ones from as way back as the Phantom Menace. I have a Dark oh nice. One. nice. Like I have a lot of older ships. Ones. You have a lot of ships. Yep, I have a lot of the ships. Ships are cool. Some of them make noise. I have one where Darth Vader talks. Like there's a bunch of cool oh, wow. things. Hallmark does all these great art ornaments, and yeah, this is actually cool. So I will definitely be. They used to do over. some cool like Santa and Coca Cola ornaments. I have a few of those. My grandmother bought me those. Yes, and those are fun. I, yeah, so like I, I have I have so many of them, but I, I, their superhero ones aren't aren't that bad. But I'm dying to see these Stay Puffs. I'm so it, it's so cool. I love Stay Puff. Te- it's just uh, yeah. The only, <laughs> who doesn't love the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man? I don't know anyone who doesn't. Uh, so it's should... Miller time. <laughs> so yeah, and again, if obviously it's another reminder that Afterlife is on the horizon. Right, can't so, wait. So pumped for that one. Yeah, so that's gonna be that's gonna be one of the uh one definitely the ones I definitely want to watch coming up. That isn't a superhero based <laughs> movie coming out. So, all right. Speaking of <clears throat> non superhero movies, recently we got Godzilla vs Kong, and Adam Wingard, who directed that film, is talking about there being a sequel, which may be called Son of Kong. So, according to the Hollywood Reporter, Legendary is quietly taking steps to stretch the MonsterVerse franchise into one or more installments, with Son of Kong being a title that is reportedly being floated internally at the studio. Adam Wingard, who directed movies like Your Next and The Guest before tackling Godzilla vs. Kong, is in early talks to direct the new installment, making him the first filmmaker to helm more than one movie in this franchise. Now, sadly, I still have not seen... Oh, what is wrong with Godzilla you? Godzilla vs. Kong, because I want to see it in the movies. I don't want to watch it. What have you been doing? What have you been doing? Well, no, see, there's a whole thing oh, I don't hear it. behind it. I wanted to see it on in IMAX, and then our IMAX theaters just opened last week, but it's not in IMAX. So now I'm just going to go to the theaters and watch it, maybe even tomorrow. I mean, it's something I might even do tomorrow and go see it. But Pete, you have seen it. Um, so uh, I'm all for this. I thought Kong vs. Godzilla was great. I really liked it. Um, uh, I thought it did a really good job of leaving it open to see what happens next. And I love this version of Kong. He's really like, like, I don't know. There's like something going on. Like, I, I just don't know. I feel like attached to this version of King Kong and I've liked him since Skull Island. And I was happy to see him in this movie and I'm glad they didn't kill him. And it just, you know, oh, sorry. Spoiler there. <laughs> he doesn't die. <laughs> I pretty much figured that since we might be getting a sequel. I don't mean, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you know. But, uh, yeah, no, I thought they did everything with the with the characters wonderfully, and I thought they put them in a place going forward, which was really cool to for a future. Because I know they were kind of like, we don't know, like this was kind of the end point, and they were like, but I was like, right. people were like, no, we like this, like, okay, and it's you know, like coming off of King of the Monsters, which we all kind of were like, eh, I think you'll like this one a lot more, even though it still has like, there's a couple King of the Monsters moments, okay, but overall, it's a much much better movie. So you're just kind of like, okay, so this is good, like. The Kong stuff's great too. So I just, it, you know, I think it'll be, it's nothing like Skull Island though. So, well, it made four, it's, it's, it's made $400 million worldwide. And in a pandemic, that's pretty damn impressive. Um, I say that's probably, probably so, would have made 800 million, right? Like I just yeah, feel like it's cut in half. It might have made eight, you know, six, but eight, definitely sure. Like, you know, but it also that's good news in another front because it also shows that people are ready to go back to the theaters, and that's like something... one Eric Holzman. Yes, well, I've been going since August. Like we've been there, so I've been going. But um, <clears throat> other people in other countries, because like I said, it's a worldwide figure. So it's just another. I wonder sign what they're doing in that... Australia. <laughs> I don't know. 
I don't know. I hope they got their act together out there so we can, you know, they can see all these great films that are coming out. I really hope that's coming. So, yeah, so that's some excellent news. I will see it. And maybe on the next show uh, to lead the show or next, I'll talk about it. Cause I'll definitely see. I would it love to. Cause I, I, I believe we did a Kong vs Godzilla react show with Lauer. Uh, I believe you were out doing, I don't know, saving Atlantis. I forget what you were doing. <laughs> oh, that's what my sister was here, and I was doing a lot of family. Stuff, yeah, you know? so I think I think we did that on that show. Uh, but I'd love to get your take on it because, uh, especially since I know you didn't enjoy King of the Monsters, I liked the monster stuff. Yeah, um, like I know I think we're, we're the yeah like everything involving Millie Bobby Brown was god awful. <laughs> yeah. So and you know I just she's fine. It's just like it's just like I don't care about any of this. It's so ridiculous, but. I think it's improvement over that. So I'm looking forward to hear your thoughts. All right. Definitely next show. I'll, I'll, I'll have seen it by then so that we could talk about it. Yeah. All right. So speaking of um, another movie that we've been set has been said to be in production. Now, I feel like this is taking place of the flash film. Um, this movie has been said to be in production for years. We've had various actors attached to it to playing mm. the lead role. Mm-hmm. And one of them is exiting uh, the project again. So Noah Centineo, who also will be in Black Adam, um, he was attached to play Prince Adam in the Master of the Universe movie, and he is no longer going to be playing that role. So again, this project um, seems to be up in the air. Um, Dave Goyer, obviously famous for uh, the Nolan films as a writer, uh, he was he wrote and really drafted the script, and then Christopher Yost wrote and drafted the script, and a bunch of people have taken a stab at it, um, but it just seems to be hanging in that blank space. How, you as a He Man fan, how bummed out are you about this? Like, I'm did bummed you think this was going to be the one? I did, um, because I had start when you start to hear certain people attached to it, you're kind of like, all right, this might you know this might actually happen, and. Mm. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it. We, the only movie we have is Masters of the Universe, which is very much a cult classic. A lot of people love that film. Um, With Dolph? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people do not, like that movie. Um, what about you? What do you? What, how do you feel? Uh, how it, old were you when you saw that movie? Well, it came out in 1987. I was 11 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably were just fresh off of like an apple pie eating contest. <laughs> It might have been around that time. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but I mean, it's that movie is Masters of the Universe, and they did it right not to call it He Man because it, it takes a lot of liberties and it's not the traditional portrayal of the characters. There's a lot of oh, things. Oh, it that, isn't? I thought it was. I thought no, was- there's a lot of things that they take liberties on. So, um, and I think they did it because at the time they don't have, they didn't have all the advanced technology we have now to do certain things. So, I think that was probably why. Again, it's a cult classic. There are people who love that film. Um, it's kind of like Super Mario Brothers with Ryan Haas. It's very much a select group of people who love this movie. So I'm looking for an up-to-date one. I'd like to see one adapted, obviously, with the new technology, things they can do um, with CGI and whatnot mm-hmm. to, make a, to make a better film. So I am kind of disappointed that, again, this thing seems to just be stuck in limbo. But... um. I hope they can get their act together and I hope they can figure out what to do with it because it's such Sometimes a cool these IP. Things take time. Yeah. Just do. Yeah. It's just, it's such a cool IP too. Um, and it's one of the ones from the eighties that if you had to pick one to come back in a live action blockbuster, like a big money, big director, would it be Voltron or masters of the universe? Oh, Hmm. I'm going to say master of the universe because we've, we've had attempts at, we've had a series of um, for Voltron on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't live action, but still we've had the, I would IP me address. do like, I would love a live action Voltron movie. Oh, I'd love to get both. If I had to, yeah. you know, if I could pick Voltron both, gets yeah. me more ramped up than he man does. Like, I don't know if, cause like I, I just miss both of them. Like I missed he man and Voltron by probably like two years. You know, but like I was big into Power Rangers when they were out. I remember I really liked Power Rangers. So Voltron just seems like right up my alley. Well, yeah, I mean, it's very the, the color scheme in Power Rangers is very similar to what we have in Voltron. Um, Pacific Rim 
the movie. I love uh, Pacific Rim. That kind of has Voltroniness in it. Yeah, good um, call. But yeah, I mean, I'd love both, and especially uh, because Voltron would be pretty tough. Could be pretty tough to do. Obviously, it'd be CGI heavy, similar to Transformers. But I think it'd be cool to to see them tackle that that IP as well. But yeah, I think because we've had some Voltron stuff, I, I think Master of the Universe would be a little bit over it for me. And this Voltron stuff, it's good. Yeah, it's a, um, it's kind of like an anime show, kind of like they did with the trend, the new Transformers. And stuff you watch like seasons of this. Yeah, yeah. They um they did some they did some gender bending on Pidge. He's a woman or female in this. Uh, so they did some different things with the cast, and there's a there's a lead character in it that's not even because i want to get into voltron i know we, this is a, the he-man segment but like i know like those are like 80s things those yeah. are like the 80s things i missed but like ghostbusters and ninja turtles and everything else that came i think like after yeah. that yeah he-man was, was like more earlier like early 80s early to you and garrett you had that and then you had the ninja turtles come and all of that was kind of i think Lauer is more my age range. yeah yeah you guys have similar age range yeah so Definitely, but man, this I just like I said, this has been in development for a while. I remember we've, I, I mean, years we've been talking, <laughs> I've been talking about or hearing about this. Well, I mean, dude, like The Crow, that movie is another movie that's always it'll happen, but it's still like 10 years away. So I don't know. Um, it's cool we're gonna get to see him though in Black Adam. So if you like anyone, if you like Noah, Centineo, and the Black like Adam it. movie might propel this actually further, maybe he comes back. Maybe maybe he maybe he kicks ass in Black Adam and they're like we actually need this guy back give him more money, you know. So let's see maybe Black Adam could be, no Black Adam, but it could happen like crazier things like if he goes into Black Adam acts his ass ass off and impresses everybody blows everybody away, he's gonna find more work like let's be honest so maybe oh, that'll course. be like so like you know it's just something that'll I think work out. Yeah, so it's a shame. Um, again, anytime you hear actors coming off of, or being not playing a role anymore, it really is a kind of a sad state of, for the project, but we'll see what happens. So we'll see how that, that plays itself out from an actor leaving something. We have an actor being added to something now last on the last show, we talked about, um, Indiana Jones five beginning to be in production and, um, yeah, baby. Right, and they bring they, it on. They, I bumped. They I were love adding, Indiana Jones. Yes, they added cast like Mads Mik- Mikkelsen and Phoebe mm-hmm. Waller-Bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we're getting Thomas Kreshman, um, in an undisclosed role. They haven't talked about him yet, but fans. Hopefully, of, he's a Nazi. <laughs> well, fans of the MCU will recognize him as he played um, Wolfgang von Strucker, Strucker, right, in Age of Ultron. Uh, so yeah, so he will be joining the cast. Uh, so now again, this is cool that we're seeing a yeah. I just dude, you know, we got another Indiana Jones movie. Like, how does that not get you excited? Like, I know I'm pumped. I, I like you know. I know everyone's like, I know Tom McClellan hates Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but like, <laughs> I don't know that that movie. I, I just I'm like, oh, it's still Indiana Jones. It's great, and I I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited to see what Mangold and Ford have up their sleeves, and it's I just like it, it just more and more gets me more pumped. I just can't wait to. I just. Every time there's something announced, I'm like, this is all good. This is all good news. Like, I hope this movie doesn't stink because everything sounds great. Well, this is another, this was another film that we had been hearing about for a long time. Like, this is something that's been in production a while. Yeah. So hold on, He-Man, you can do this. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm totally into this now. I kind of wanted to to see them kind of transition from Ford to another actor. But Harrison Ford was like, no, if they do this. I play Indiana Jones and that's it. Yeah, let's do it. I love so, it. I'm so into it, man. I, yeah. I'm so I'm just happy he's doing it. Like I'm so pumped. I love Indiana Jones, so I can't wait to see what this is. Yeah. Now but, like, oh man, we're middle of the show and all I want to do is I want to either watch that Power Rangers live action movie from like twenty seventeen <laughs> or Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, just because, you know, whatever. I haven't seen that movie in a minute. It might be it's doing. been a while since I've seen it myself. I love um, what's it called? Uh, what is it? Uh, I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, Tomb, the second one. Uh, Indiana Jones. Yes, thank you. Uh, I love Temple of Doom. It's weird. Most people like Raiders and The Last Crusade. Uh, I really like t- Temple of Doom a lot. The two, their two favorite. 
Um, but I oh, think Temple man. of Doom is underrated. I do. Doom, uh, Raiders, and then Crusade, and then Skull. That's how I would go. All right. I think Raiders is the I think is the best movie. I like The Last Crusade the most because that topic, the Holy Grail, has always interested me. So I like the topical part of it. You have chosen what? Um, Temple of Doom again. It's it's a good movie. I understand the criticisms of it, but I think it's still true to the character. It was very well done. Um, yeah, and like I said, Kingdom off. of the Crystal Skull. Short I, round. Oh, it's so like, that movie is so like, I just, it has such a big piece of my heart. I love Temple of Doom. Yeah, I think it's another movie that depends on where you are in your, were in your life when you saw it. You might have more of attachment to it. But Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, um, I think I've only seen it twice. And yeah, it didn't land for me. I understand. I don't mind some of the stuff that other people get upset at, but just how it ended, I didn't. I wasn't. I gotta rewatch it. I haven't watched it in a while. But yeah, but it's fun. See, we're talking Indiana Jones again, so we're getting a fifth. That's one just and- yeah. Like I'm excited to do that. Like I just I would love. We should do. Uh, we should do some sort of Indiana Jones show before the movie. That's fine with me. Yeah, I'd love I'd to be talk fine some with that. Indy. We could do some kind of retrospective on the series, yeah. and yeah, that would work. I'm down. And also, we have in the works an Invincible show. Yes. We got to figure it out, but we're definitely we're definitely doing that. That's coming within the, like the next two weeks. I yeah, think. here's a peek behind the curtain because we were just talking about this before we we started to record about doing an Invincible show because uh, we both love season one. And oh man, I came um, to the party late, and it yeah. was just great. So it deserves a proper breakdown. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna do that uh, probably within, like you said, within the next few weeks. We'll get to that. Give it, give enough I think people you time give to everybody watch it. like at least a week to watch it and have somebody else spoil it for them. Right, but <laughs> since we since we're talking about it, we can also be happy that we heard it was not only renewed for season two but also season three. Yeah, like I hope season two is good. I mean, the final episode, I was like, oh my god, you just set up everything that's coming. I was like, yep. this is so exciting, and I'm just, I, I you know, I was a big fan of the show, and I, I thought it was really yeah. something spectacular. It was something I wasn't expecting to 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 really yeah. get into and enjoy. And then, I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I did. And I was like, yeah. wow, the, this is brilliant. Like, it, it really, like, you know, I was like, whoa, holy cow. Yes. So from that good news, we got a little bit more. We got kind of a confirmation, even though we kind of knew it was already confirmed. But uh, in Variety, Alfred Molina finally spoke about returning to Spider-Man as Doc Ock and uh, a very cool piece. You guys, you want to check it out. It's on variety. He talks about how uh, he had to kind of keep it a secret, but then it kind of got leaked and everyone was already talking about it. He talks about coming back to it after 17 years and how physically he's not in the (laughs) the same shape he was. So he was worried about that. And he talked to John Watts and Watts was like, Hey, we have de-aging technology now. So don't worry about it. Um, so it was pretty cool, a pretty cool article. If you guys want to go check it out, but Pete, now, even though we knew it now, it's actually known that he's definitely in the film. Uh, so again, Doc Ock is back from that. From it's arguably the best Spider-Man live action movie, right? Uh, I don't think it, I don't think it, yeah, <laughs> no, it is. Um, it's just crazy how they were like, yeah, no one ever dies here. So it's fine. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. So it's like. And then you hear all the fan theories of when the beam comes and picks him up. Is it like right before the the thing he falls into the ocean and drowns or whatever? But I was like, okay, that's cool. And I was like, I'm just like, oh wow. So if he's in it, then it's like, okay, Toby's definitely got to be in it, right? I don't know about that, right? Like I'm just (laughs) there's still no confirmation. Oh no, there hasn't. There hasn't been, but I'm still like, oh, like it it just it's like it gives me, you know, I'm not going to sit there and hashtag the hell out of the world, but um. It would just still, it's still fun for me to think about. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I remember Casey Walsh broke the news on our show. Yeah, he did. And uh, yeah. that was fun. So like anytime that story pops up, it's like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> yeah. And you know? um, the article mentions Jamie Foxx again. I've, that's something that was, mm-hmm. you know, been thrown out that we still don't, I think, don't think we have a hundred percent confirmation, but. I thought he confirmed it a long time um, ago. He might've, he might've, I know it leaked. I don't remember if it was actually confirmed, but Hey. You know, um, this movie, <clears throat> this movie is going to be covering a lot of the Spider-Man that we've had. So 
Hey, between this movie and Flash, we're getting everybody back on screen. Yep. And who knows what's going to happen in Doctor Strange. Like, <laughs> it's going to be a lot of a uh, lot of multiverse stuff going on. And mm-hmm. it's going to be its fun time. So, yeah, Doc Ock, we have definitely coming back now. Molina's talking about it. And uh, Spider-Man, uh, what's it called? Comes out in December. So, what is it? No Way Home? No Way Home, yes. Comes out in December. And then maybe we'll get everything confirmed about, like you said, uh, Maguire and Andrew. Garfield I would love it if, and... if, like, nothing's confirmed until like the trailer, and then me too, a... me too. I'd be all for that. Like, let's just, yeah, like, woo-wee. yeah. I'd like to. I'd like them to even keep some stuff till the movie. <laughs> like, you don't have to tell us everything. Keep it. Uh, People are going to watch that. this movie they, anyway. Though. You know, they can't do that. Everything's got to be told in the trailers. But people are going to watch this movie anyway. What do you want me to tell you? I don't know. I would keep some stuff. That, but that's me. That's Start a me. hashtag. What? Start a hashtag. I will. Don't tell us everything. <laughs> don't tell us everything. <laughs> so we got some more casting news uh, for another Marvel film. Or sorry, Marvel property. Um, Amelia Clark of Game of Thrones fame, who played Dar- Daenerys Targaryen in Game of Thrones, has been added to Secret Invasion. Uh the cast of Secret Invasion, which will have Samuel L. Jackson returning, Ben Mendelsohn, Kingsley Benadir, and Olivia Coleman um, in the cast already. So <clears throat> I was going to watch this regardless, but uh, I have I like Amelia Clark, so this is pretty cool news. To what have else her has she back. been in? I feel like her name. I didn't watch games. So. She was in. I know you didn't watch Game of Thrones, but she was in Terminator uh, Genesis? Genesis. Yes. Oh. She was in Solo. She played um, Kira in Solo, Star Wars story. Mm, I like Solo. Yeah, so she was the female lead in that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she's she gained obviously she gained her fame from being on Game of Thrones. And you um, liked her in Game. You're a big game guy. Yes, that I love that show. And yeah, she was great. I mean, she you know, I thought she was excellent. So it's gonna be cool having her another good actor or actress in another Marvel property. Secret Invasion. Yeah, I'm pumped to see where this show in general goes. Like, I'm just really excited for it. So, right. You know, I, <clears throat> I mean, I just, I can't think. Like, I, I feel like the only real thing I've seen her in is Genesis, and I can't judge her on that. The movie was not that good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but no, I'm going to trust you on this one here, pal. Yeah, I mean, well, definitely. Well, you you saw Solo, so you can judge her from that. I like Solo. I don't remember her in Solo. I gotta figure. I gotta. I gotta rewatch that. It's been a while. I think. I, I think the only time I've actually have watched Solo is in theaters. Okay. So. Well, this this is obviously a very popular Marvel storyline. Um, yeah, it's one of the great comic book storylines of all time. I think. Right. So I'm wonder. It's I, we we all thought it would be a movie, but it's actually going to be a series. So. Which is cool because I mean yeah. I'll take how how many episodes do you think are normally these Marvel shows. Well, Falcon and Winter Soldier was what six? I'm asking. I, think. You, I don't remember. Um, WandaVision was a little more, but WandaVision was only a half hour. Falcon and Winter Soldier was a, between like fifty mm-hmm. and sixty minutes each. So we're at least getting six hours. Of this, let's just say. Yeah. So I would say we're getting at least six. But That's a big storyline. I'm down yeah. for that. Yeah. So it should be fun. Um, but again, another cast cast member, Amelia Clark, and like I said, we know Samuel Jackson, Ben Mendelsohn, and your boy from Captain Marvel's coming back too. Yeah, that's Ben Mendelsohn. The scroll, yeah. Yeah, that's him. So he will be back. So there we go. Moving right along. We'll stay in the Marvel Universe for a little bit longer. Um, Elizabeth Olsen was was talking about uh, Doctor Strange. I mentioned Doctor Strange a little bit. Obviously, we know Sam Raimi is directing it, famous for Spider-Man and a horde of horror films. Uh, (laughs) So they, they were... She was in a, sorry, it was an interview in Glamour. And Elizabeth Olsen says, it's a bonkers movie. They're definitely going for that horror show vibe. So uh, there we have it. I I just don't see Disney doing an American horror story. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor Strange, like, I don't know. Uh, But I appreciate the the horror, like, mention. Like, okay, that's cool, because I think it was who was in Derrickson wanted to do it. Right, that's the director's yeah. last name. Direction, you know, they were like, "No, it's not going to be like rated R." And I was like, "Okay, so they're still hesitant about that." So maybe they do like kind of like a PG thirteen horror movie. 
which could still be cool and I, I'd be down for. So, and Raimi can do stuff like that. You know, he's definitely the guy. Oh, of course. To, to get that done. So I'm not worried about it. Um, because like, you know, just look at like Spider-Man two. And when, uh, Doc Ock comes back, you know, to consciousness in that hospital bed, like that's pretty scary stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, so, you know, and then, uh, you know, like, uh, Shazam wasn't rated R and uh, Sandberg got some good horror shots in there. So, you know, I I think Raimi's of that ilk where it shouldn't be a problem. He can toe the line between, you know, just playing out unnecessary graphic violence to, okay, we can, we can get away with this, you know? Yeah. Obviously you're dealing with magic, right? Like you're dealing with the elements of magic in this with Wanda and Dr. Strange. And as long as there's no blood, I think we're good to be brutally honest. So I think we're going to have um, scary elements, like you said, similar to what we got in Shazam. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we'll have stuff like that. But it is pretty cool um, that Marvel is at least doing, pushing the envelope a little bit. Well, let's, okay. Like, I, I, it's cool that they're attempting it. Let's see what it actually looks like before we just bow down. Oh, I'm not you know, saying like, it's like I, I'm just, I want to, I, before, like, I'm like, hey, I give them credit for at least trying this. You know, I want to see a trailer though. Like, you know, I'm still... Because, like, I didn't dig the first Doctor Strange. It wasn't really I, my see, thing. See, and I, I love it. I, it's one of my yeah, I know, I know you do. I know you do. You, 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 bought a, you bought a, like, a cloak thing after you saw the movie, you told me. I wish I had one of those things. Yeah, you, <laughs> told, you went to Gamby's Taylor and you, uh, you bought a- I wish. Uh, you kidding me? That would be awesome. But, uh, so, I'm just, like, the thing that gets me pumped for this is uh, Raimi, to be honest. Well, yeah. It's, I mean, it's almost finished shooting. Production's almost done. Um, it comes out next March. So, so yeah, we should, so yeah. Yeah, we should be getting, we should be starting to get some promotional stuff soon, I would assume. So we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll get some set photos or something. But When's D23? I don't know Is if they're doing year? it this year. I think they canceled it till so next year. So then they'll year. be at San Diego. Yeah, they might. That's a good call. They probably if will San be San Diego does an online call. Well, no, they're doing it on, on in November, remember? Thanksgiving weekend. So, hmm. but maybe they'll be in New York. I thought that was I thought that was in addition to. Yeah, they're doing. Uh, they're right. They're doing the. So I thought they were going to do summer and yeah, fall. Yeah, that's true. Oh, and speaking of cons, uh, this was just announced on Dash Superhero Day. DC Fandom will be back. Uh, yeah, we haven't discussed yeah. this, you and I, Pete. So let's just throw that out there. DC fandom pumped. Back. Can't wait. Uh, yeah. Obviously, we're getting another trailer for the Batman. Like that's when it's coming. I think so. so too. Yes. Yeah, and then we'll be post Suicide Squad. So maybe we'll get something. Maybe we'll get teasers for Black Adam and Flash. Maybe. Right. Sure. I think that's that's pretty big because the last one we ended up get, like the last one was Wonder Woman eighty four. Zack Snyder's Justice League and the Batman. So I think they'll go three movies. So then you're looking at the Batman, Black Adam, and the Flash, right? Uh, am I missing something? Maybe we'll get something from Aquaman. Fury of the Gods, maybe Shazam. Maybe Shazam. Also, uh, yeah, I feel like they're still casting. So maybe, you know. Yeah, who knows? It's a good call. But maybe, it's October uh, 16th. I don't know if Shazam is in production. I know Black Adam is. Right. Yeah, that's true. So that's what I'm saying. Flash and Flash just started. Literally like two weeks ago, and there's been. Be careful. There's things floating all over the internet I as know. they do. So make sure you got the right people muted. Yeah, illicit you, set photos are not cool. Right. Make if sure you don't want sure. to be spoiled, yes, make sure you you keep an eye out for those things. Because uh, let's just fa- let's face it, people suck. <laughs> yeah, I mean there were pictures that were floating around, and I didn't share them on the pages because I just kind of was like, ah, that teeters my line. Don't do it. Agreed, Dweebs. man. Don't do that. Don't do that. I agree. Dweebs. Nerds. <laughs> so we have a little bit of breaking news now. We're going to move over to DC since we started talking about fandom. Let's just continue on with the DC vibe here that we have working. And we got some breaking news today that they have cast a Green Lantern for the HBO Max series. Yes. So the hashtag worked. Yes, I guess. <laughs> Finn Whitrock from American Horror Story has been tapped oh. to play Guy Gardner. Yes. Yes. In the HBO Max upcoming series, Green Lantern Corps, whatever they're going to be calling it. I still don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, that. So 
hey, pretty cool, right? Hey, as long as he has red hair and wears a vest, I'm all for it. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Uh, so, I mean, they're going to have to, this guy's going to have to get his hair bleached and dyed red, obviously. Yeah. And he's got to have a mushroom cut. Like Guy Gardner has a mushroom cut. So, and it looked like you got some good flow in there. So get the yeah. right uh, hairstylist. We can make something happen. Yes. Finn is very, very dark black hair. <laughs> so I don't know how they're going to do it. Maybe a wig. Who knows? But I would be upset as well if he's not, does not have red hair. It's part of the story um, behind him. So. It would be a little bit uh, upsetting if we do not get that. But he's an accomplished actor. American Horror Story is a, um, you know, very, very popular show. He ha- He's earned two ne- Emmy nominations, one for that. And he was in Versace, um, American Crime Story as well. So, yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool that we got a casting and now we at least have some kind of solid. <laughs> yeah, it just kind <laughs> of know? like I was like, man, like, I feel like this thing's in just limbo and. uh developmental hell so to speak and uh, it's just cool to get a casting yep and it's going to be apparently the show is going to be one that spans various time frames so cool yeah so it's just kind of like an anthology show about green lanterns like i can dig that yeah it seems like that or i don't know if there's going to be any crossover obviously i have no idea but um bring back ryan reynolds bro (laughs) maybe even wayne t Carr. ah yes Wayne T. Carr. Good old Wayne. <laughs> but yeah, so this is awesome. Um, this is a property that I think all of us were, have been waiting to hear something about, and now we got some information. So Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I feel like the journey to get a Green Lantern project has been a long one since 2011. So hopefully this thing lands. I'm really looking forward to it, because I think Green Lantern can be something special. I wonder if they bring in... Since Ber- this is a Berlan- Greg Berlanti production, I wonder if they, Diggle? yeah, I wonder if they do bring in Diggle. Well, if it's kind of anthologist and it's about Green Lanterns, I'm sure you could figure out. You can give them an episode or two. Yeah, because the end of Arrow, they they tease that. Sh- they tease. Well, that show. I mean, that could just be a box full filled with kryptonite. I don't know. <laughs> could be, but now they all share one universe. Yes, but I would not bet on that. So they thought, but so yes, Green Lantern, and we need every film needs music, right? Every film needs some kind of a score. So the Flash now has a composer for its score, Mm -hmm. Benjamin Walfish, Mm. who composed Mortal Kombat, which just came out last week. Which you watched, and I haven't. So we flip flopped. You you haven't seen Kong and Godzilla. I haven't seen Mortal Kombat. I'm probably going to watch Power Rangers tonight because I hear Mortal Kombat's no good. I, yeah, I didn't love it. Um, I think some of the fight scenes are cool, uh, but I didn't particularly love it. How was the score? How was the score? Oh, the score is always, for, for, I mean, it's similar to the score from the original Mortal Kombat. Like, it's very. But you enjoyed it? Yeah. So you guys, you, you know. Yeah. And when Muccietti released the logo, he did like a thing. So I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's part of the score. That's true. So I'm not sure, but I liked what I heard and uh, I'm all for it. Like I liked, uh, I think this guy did Blade Runner too, it said in the article. Yes, he did. I I own the, I own the Blade Runner album. I really liked a lot. And uh, he did Shazam. Yeah. I own that Um, soundtrack. I really dug that. Yeah. The Invisible Man and then Blade Runner 2049, which he worked on with the famous and great Hans Zimmer, of -hmm. course. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, so this yeah, I'm guy, down for it. Let's hear it. Uh, I, I'm just I want to know if that song in the video that Mujeri shared is is part of his score. That's the only question I have because I, I liked what I heard. So if that's going to be kind of like the kind of sound the movie's going to have, I, I'd be excited. But it'd be a bummer that okay, that's not part of the movie. That was just something we put. I was like, oh okay, because <laughs> I feel like it worked. I was like, oh, this feels very like times changing things are moving slow and fast at the same time i was like okay this right. feels kind of cosmic treadmilly so yes and obviously pete's talking about the the logo that andy muschietti released saying that production is in full swing now on the flash andy where's the oval bro so where's the uh, yellow oval andy <laughs> andy where is the yellow oval well maybe we'll get something on that soon oh dude Please. it's coming it's coming eric it's coming 
I hope you have so. No, you have no idea how excited I'm going to get when this oval comes. You have no you know, idea. We we know we're getting one. I think. Oh, not we. I I don't know officially. Oh come on. I've got to see a picture of it on set. I've got to see it. I've got to see the suit. <laughs> I got to see it. Oh. Can I just see it? Yeah, I'm with you. I I I'm ready for it because we like we haven't seen it in forever. <laughs> So I'm very, very ready for the the. I gotta see a promo. Return. I gotta see a promo still or something. And it will make. I know it'll make you very, very happy uh, that we get something with the yellow oval. To accomplish time. that with you know just yes. the movement would be special. I know. I mean, I tried. You saw. I, I took that picture. I was wearing my shirt and my mask. Yeah, with the yellow. I mean, oval. You have uh, gone above and beyond. So I am definitely trying to push. Yes, push the the yellow oval out into to the universe. Make, remind everyone of it again. Yeah, right. It's the Rock most popular. Most popular oval oval. Out. <laughs> it's uh, one of the most popular. Do your part, Eric. That's all we need, <laughs> and you're doing it. You know, all you need to do is your part, and you're doing yes, it sir. magnificently. I'm trying. I'm trying hard to do it. You're you're so. a fantastic partner. Thank you. With a tremendous singing voice. <laughs> well, I'm not going to sing today. I, I just got to get you liquored up first. No, I'll sing again. Might, <laughs> yeah, twist your arm. There might I'll be. Sing <laughs> there might be a, a version of the uh, uh, an outro to our intro coming soon that I might secretly be working on. So Eric has <laughs> had free time. <laughs> So, so you will see, you might hear something that at the end of the podcast, similar to what we hear in the beginning, coming up soon. Oh, geez. With me on it again. Um, but we'll see how that goes. All right. So speaking of Batman. Batman, uh, you say? Yes. We know that we, well, we had gotten word, I want to say probably like seven or eight months ago now, that... um. HBO Max is going to be doing a spinoff based off of the GCPD. And yeah, baby, we have we got word, um, well, at least according to Ed Brubaker from Kevin Smith's Batman Beyond podcast, that the spinoff is definitely going to focus on Commissioner Gordon. Now, I'm not even I'm not convinced <laughs> because that other show that we don't talk about was also supposed to be about Commissioner Gordon. And it turned but out. But it really was. It was. But it, no. It was, it was about Gordon. He was the star. Dude, it became about Bruce Wayne. That is not Bruce Wayne. <laughs> um, but that's what happened to that show. It, it veered off from the, the police part of it, even though it was still heavily involved. But I know most people got to the point where they didn't care about jim gordon anymore in that show they wanted <laughs> i didn't care about the show after what the was, second episode honestly. what was happening with bruce is what everyone cared and selena no, to a lesser extent. fake way but those two so um yeah it's supposed to be set in year one of batman's career and it's a prequel to the batman um as we know so yeah i'm skeptical <laughs> That is going to stick to that, but I hope it does because Jeffrey Wright is an incredible actor. That's what's got me pumped, man. It's it's a right HBO show. If it's about Gordon, and it, that, that's why, like, I'm not giving this isn't like some like I don't know primetime crazy soap opera you know, rating <laughs> right. BS. This is like quality. This is this is like cinema, bro. It's HBO. Like, give me a break. And how could you go wrong with Jeffrey Wright coming off of Westworld and his crazy performance in that show? Exactly. To having him as Gordon in the Batman and then getting his own Gordon TV show on top of it. Like I'm all for, like, I can't wait to explore the universe of the Batman. I'm so pumped. My hope is that since it's on HBO max, that this show is very much like a Batman version of the wire. That'd be great. Gotham city version it. of the wire. Like yeah. I don't know if they could obviously go as deep because it's maybe this a DC as a DC property. They wouldn't want to go as deep as the wire went. With certain um, material, but that's my hope. Um, I'd love that. Yeah, and yeah, bring it on. And I'm also interested with this show to see how they're going to weave Batman into it. Um, because if it's part of year one, obviously he's going to be in the periphery of some some mm-hmm. some place somewhere out there. <laughs> so, uh, but the quote from Brubaker was, um. He says he was he was asked about from 
sorry, from Kevin Smith. And he says, I was like, maybe they're really going to make Gotham Central this time. And so I reached out to a producer who works for Matt Reeves and he says, no, that's not really Gotham Central. They're making sure that they don't call it Gotham Central. And it's more of a spinoff from the Batman. It's like the James Gordon show. So that's like, dude, how does that not get you excited? I know. Like, I know we all love Gotham Central and it's great. I'm looking at it on my bookshelf and I love it. I want to reread it sometime soon because I'm just getting antsy, but. To do a Gordon detective police show is just as good, in my opinion, you know, and uh, I'm sure there'll be elements from Gotham Central, there'll be Batman elements in general, maybe you'll see more low-level Batman. I'm sure Zaz will pop up. Zaz pops up in every form of media, it seems like, for whenever they need a grounded villain. So I'm sure Zaz will pop up. Uh, Maybe we'll get somebody like Professor Pig, you know, maybe it's not as grand as the Joker, the Riddler, Two-Face but uh, you know, uh, maybe maybe we'll see Firefly. I know Firefly was supposed to appear in the movie, so maybe Reeves gets Firefly in this. I don't know, um, but I know he's a big part of it. But yeah, I'm just I'm excited for what I've heard, and it's just ah, to have Jeffrey Wright is more more Gordon. That's great to me. That really is. I, I feel like you know, as someone who didn't like the the show, we don't speak of. <laughs> this just brings me a lot of hope and joy. Oh, and yeah. And I wonder what seeds they'll plant in the Batman for this, if any. Um, you know, obviously, like we said, this, this it's going to be a prequel to the movie. So are there going to be continuing storylines hinted in the Batman that were started in the show that we'll see? There might be a cop or two. Right. Like something like that. Um, Outside of Gordo. Because this is going to connect. I mean, this Maybe is there's something a Montoya that or a Bullock. So. Or a Merkel or a Foley, somebody wow. like that. I hope we get a Bullock again. I love the, I have to say, I did like the Donald guy Trump. in Gotham actually was yeah. one of the bright spots of that show. He wasn't bad. Yeah. So I, I hope we do get a Bullock. I liked that. I liked their relationship on Gotham. So if we got something, yeah, that was, here. that was good. And yeah, there were certain, the show wasn't like God awful to the point where like you can't watch it. But it's it, I still stand by it's a stain on Batman's legacy. But there are, there are things about it that are decent, and Bullock is one of them. Yeah, most of the villains were done pretty well. Like they didn't get uh, Leslie Tompkins right until she was taking over in like No Man's Land, helping people. Like, oh God, Lee, Lee! I was like, oh God, I need you. Yes. Oh man, that show brings up memories. Oh, everything they did with Poison Ivy. The poison IVs. Yeah. Oh, and then freeze. Oh my god. And then Bane. Oh man, it's so bad. <laughs> I know. Riddler but is hey, cool. But hey, that was kind of like our dress rehearsal for our podcast. Like we kind of That's, it was. Right? It served its purpose. Yeah. We kinda And it all spawned because I didn't want to write about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's kind of where like, we I don't want to write about this. Yeah. So yeah, so it did have some good behind it uh, and again like i said and you always get bad at this but for some people that's their introduction to batman <laughs> oh god I hope, I hope to god they find something good soon like i, I hope that's not the case oh honestly. i know i know, like, I know. so uh yeah I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. And I'm sorry if you like that show, but it's just, it's horrible. <laughs> like, I, you know, just. Yeah. And as someone who, like, Pete didn't watch it when it first came on, I did. I watched it from the beginning and I left. I watched season one. I stopped after season one. I was like, oh, I don't like this. And then season two goes like, oh, God, what is happening? And then everyone's like, it gets better at season four. And I was like, no, it doesn't. And it did it. <laughs> well, I thought season two was better than season one. Season probably the final oh. season was the best one I thought, and I thought with you, season two was pretty good. Yeah, in Gotham standards, outside of the Galavan. Oh Gale god, Man. that was horrible. <laughs> but but most for the most part, I enjoyed it. Everything they what they did with Grundy was horrible. What they did with Azrael was horrible. Oh, everything was horrible. What they did with the Joker was horrible. No, that no fake Joker that fake Pete. Harley was cool. That fake Harley was cool. I liked her. Was she the – what's the new one that he's with, the Joker? Punchline. Which Was that – doesn't the one from Gotham kind of look like no. her or am I totally no. – okay. No. Punchline kind of looks like a 
porcelain-y doll. That girl looked like a fake Harley. Yeah, but she had that really pale skin. Oh, of course, she's a clown. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> she's a clown. Okay, fair. Fair fair point. Fair point. But no, yeah. But there was no Joker. Remember, there was no Joker in Gotham. There was no Gotham. <laughs> no, the set was actually one of the parts I think they got right. <laughs> The set forgot the show. I thought was actually pretty good. Um, yeah, but that's sure. about it. All right, Pete, let's wrap this one up. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, Conjuring Three trailer dropped. I thought that was really interesting. Um, yes, that's a good I was uh, I was really excited for that. It's the first one without James Wan, so I'm a little nervous because uh, I love Wan. He's a great horror director. But I love any story about the Warrens, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, I've really enjoyed the first two Conjuring films, and I'm a big fan of that Conjuring universe. You know, even movies like The Nun or La Lorna, even though they're not as they're not top right. top tier, uh, I, I enjoy them. I think the Conjuring universe is really well done. And, uh, I do love how the, I love the Annabelle movies too. All three of them, I love all three Annabelle movies. I think there's three. There might even be four now. I don't even know. I think there's only three. I think I don't know. But I do love how the Conjuring movies, like, they are based in some reality. Like, there is the stories that they have, you know? Um, so, yeah, the trailer was really cool. Uh, this I one, want them to redo uh, the Warren. I, I, they briefly touched upon it, but I want them to do, like, an Amityville movie. Well, they've already... They already did a remake. They did so many, but it's like, I want the I want more of the Warrens in that. Like, I just... I, I like... I like seeing Patrick Wilson and whoever that other, whoever the actress is. She's Vera Farmiga. She's fantastic. Uh, they're great as Ed and Lorraine Warren. So like, I, I would just, I would just like more movies of those two, to be honest. But yeah, I and I no. think I really, I might like Conjuring two more than one. Like I'm gonna rewatch them. I like but, the second um, one a little more. The second one's really good. Yeah, I like the second one a little more. But yeah, I agree with you. Uh, being a Long Islander, that's that's something I've ha- the Amityville story is something I've heard about since I'm a little boy. So, um, it would be cool if they made it got another crack at it, like you said. Don't with, you live near there? No, I don't live near Amityville. Uh, I thought I've, you did. I thought you lived. I've been on to that. the house. I've I seen thought the house. you like lived like two blocks away or something like that. No, no, no. My sisters, I have a couple of my sisters live in that general area. Mm. They live in Massapequa, which is close to Amityville mm. um, and Huntington. So, but yeah, I do not live near there. No, I thought you did. I thought you. I thought you were ne- neighbors with the house. No, I'm neighbors with Belmont Racetrack. That's it. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> that is what I'm neighbors with. So, all right, man. So, plug away. Go ahead. Tell me. Uh, you on. could follow me on social media. That's. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, and Zack Snyder's favorite, Vero, at Pete Illustrated. Uh, you could follow my Italian exploits uh, that I have. Uh, it's a new venture. It's uh, the Italians for the, the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast. It's a show that I'm going to start up with with the Carusos, and we're just going to talk Spider-Man. And uh, it's a show that started because we wanted to annoy Eric because – we don't feel the same way about Spider-Man. So that's, it's all Eric's fault that we started this other show, but uh, you can follow me there at Italians for Spidey. Uh, we're going to get that going sometime in May. Uh, check out team yellow oval on Twitter and uh, just, you know, we're going to try to champion the yellow oval as much as we can check out my reviews of uh, detective comics and man bat on Batman on film.com. Check out Batman on film YouTube for my interviews at Uslin, uh Conroy, Lester, strong, Todd, all that good stuff. And uh, check out my toy reviews on Batman and Film YouTube. And I think that should pretty much do it. Uh, Eric, you can take it away. Okay. So you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at finally33, spell finale33. Check out, Remember to check out our Facebook page and our Facebook group, the Straight Outta Gotham, for both of those. Obviously, the group is where you guys can join and we can talk about fun stuff, talk about our podcast, talk about any topics that get released during the week. Pete's pretty good at, at throwing stuff up there when he sees it. I'm not as good. No so. illicit photos. <laughs> you understand me? I don't play that game. Yes, that's true. Uh, Bill we, Jet Ramey taught me how to put stuff on websites. No illicit photos. Pew, pew. 
There we go. So no, Pete got the illicit photos covered. <laughs> no illicit photos. Don't post any of that stuff. Um, obvi- but in the group, we get to review it first. So if we see something posted that you put there, we could not. We are the judge, jury, and executioner. Yes, we're going Eric to- Eric is the law. I am the law. I'm also the law in the Batman on film group as well. So <laughs> if you guys get things pulled down there, it's usually I'm the one that does it. So there you go. <laughs> Mr. Scanter, you forgot to give us homework. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, I'm the worst. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, so the Facebook group, uh, the Facebook page, I covered my Twitter and my Instagram. Uh, straight out of Gotham on Twitter and Instagram, uh, Instagram, straight underscore O underscore G. Don't forget and that. And guys, yes, if you missed Wednesday night's coverage of National Superhero Day for SOG Tonight, check that, check that out again on our YouTube page and on our Facebook page. Yes, Eric put together a fantastic there. panel with uh, yes. just great topics, and uh, it's it's always great to hear Zeddy. Let's be honest; we all come for Lord Zed. That's true, man. That guy, he has I don't know. He always is the one that says something that gets you with the heart. Like he, he always That's Zeddy, baby. That's he Zeddy. Always, he always brings the emotion to whatever we do, whatever the whatever is a podcast or a live stream. Zeddy Mad, you are perfect and we love you and keep doing it because most of us are not going there and you don't care. You go there. So we love you for that. All right. I think that wraps it up. So for Pete Vera, I'm Eric Holzman. You are listening to Straight Outta Gotham and we'll see you next time. Booyah!